What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. Today's episode, we got an interesting one, Ray. We're talking about the teams that don't have first-round picks. We give a lot of love to these teams with multiple picks and all these teams in the top 10, but we don't get show any love to these teams without first-round picks, so pump for this one. Yeah, no, it's good. We get like a little brief insight on some of these teams too. That as they obviously haven't heard their name mentioned a lot uh, throughout our pods, but it's it's fun too because all these teams are in kind of different spots. We were just talking about it before we hit the uh, record button, but you got the Rams who are kind of at the end of their run. They just need to, I think, acquire youth all over the place. Then you got teams like you get the Broncos and um, who are just kind of trying to rebound and almost like stay afloat. They're kind of like in the deep end, just treading water for like hours, just trying to save themselves. Uh, yeah, the Browns and Dolphins, who haven't been there quite yet, but they're set up nice. And I mean, sure, they don't have first round picks, but they're ascend- they're both ascending teams, I think. And then finally, the absolute institution that is the San Francisco 49ers with all 11 of their comp- compensation picks. They're uh, <laughs> like, fuck a first round pick when you get three thirds, right? I mean, who gives a fuck? Great. Great. Um, so you mentioned these top five teams. We're going to go in order of what would be their draft spot and how they finished last year. So we're going to start with the Denver Broncos, who should be picking at five, but due to the Russell Wilson trade, they are not in that spot. They also acquired a first-round pick back la- uh, last year for Bradley Chubb, and then gave that up to go out and get Sean Payton as their head coach. As it currently stands, they have five picks. Um 68, 69, 109, 142, and 196. Ray, talk to me about some needs and uh, some positions that the Broncos should be looking at. Yeah, like like I said, the Broncos are in a tricky spot. I, I'd argue they're kind of in the trickiest of them all. They don't have a ring to show for these trades, and they obviously had that coming off that massive disappointment of the year of a year last year. They go out, obviously get Sean Payton, hoping to uh, revitalize Russell Wilson's career. They got some like tricky needs. They got a solid, solid defense. Um, uh, Draymond Jones is one player who I'm a big fan of. He's going to be a free agent this coming uh, offseason. So if they can't re-sign him, I think they're going to need to get another defensive lineman, like an interior guy in for that three that, uh, five technique, rather. So that could be a need right there. Um, I think they could use some offensive line help too. But, I mean, it's pretty set. But I think that right tackle, they, they can use an upgrade over Billy Turner. He's kind of getting up there. Uh, and I think another interesting thing to keep an eye on is Jerry Judy. I think he's coming going into the last year of his contract. He could be on the move. So if they try to move on from him and just recoup some more picks, I think wide receiver becomes a need as well. Right. I'm completely with you. I think that interior defensive line is a massive need for them. The offensive line, while I do think that they were up and down last year, I mean, a lot of the most sacks in the league last year, 63 sacks allowed. They can't do that. They got to protect Russell Wilson. But guys like Cam Fleming, Billy Price, Calvin Anderson, and Dalton Reisner, who all played meaningful snaps last year on that offensive line, are all free agents this offseason. So offensive line, definitely a, an area of need as well. And I, I also had wide receiver down too. That, that room's been, you know, people were talking about Judy and Sutton at the beginning of last year, talking about the big stride that they were going to make. Uh, obviously, they lost Tim Patrick early in the year, which which definitely hurt them. He's a really nice number three. But both those guys, especially Sutton, just didn't take that jump that I thought they needed to. Some of it's quarterback play and offensive line play that helps you get him the ball. 
But I agree. I think they need uh, another wide receiver to uh, Judy possibly on the move. I, I also one more spot too. I think edge is a big need as well. I mean, they have Baron Browning who didn't really play edge in college for Ohio state. He was a big time recruit. He kind of played off ball linebacker and they've transitioned him to edge and he's flash, but, and they also have uh, Randy Gregory on the other side, but I think another edge piece in a deep edge class uh, on day two could be a big help for this defense, even though their defense really isn't the weakness of this team. Right. And they also took uh, Nick Benito last year too. He's a little undersized too. But I liked having a pairing of a, him and Browning. Browning flashed last year uh, in a few games. Yeah, he was a massive. He was a massive recruit for Ohio State. I remember he was hyped up big time. But he was always banged up in college, and he always played that like off ball position. So it's cool seeing guys transition to a different uh, spot and thrive. I always find that uh, fun to see. Right. So that'll be an interesting team when we get to the mock at the end. But like we said, they got picked sixty eight and sixty nine. They had those back to back spots. So. Could be a spot where we look, uh, where we look trenches. As always, we're we're, we're a trench podcast. We are a trench pod. I mean, it's ingrained, uh, Joe Douglas. I mean, I love you more than life itself. <laughs> Thanks. Let's go. Let's move on to the next team, the LA Rams, who should be picking at six. That pick is to the Detroit Lions in the trade for Matt Stafford. And hey, they won a Super Bowl, so you can't really knock them. But man, it's it's tough. Uh, coming off a season like that and not being able to pick at six. As it currently stands, they have 10 picks. They have 37, 70, and 137. And then they have six picks from the sixth round and on. And again, their team needs – it's really interesting, right, because we don't know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford and his health. That was a big cause for concern last year. Cooper Cup obviously, is basically this entire offense. He got hurt last year, so – it was tough to evaluate them last year, but I do think they needed another wide receiver opposite him. The Allen Robinson experiment did not work, and even though he's on the books, I don't really know if they can get out of that right now. Um, it's, the interior offensive line needs to be bolstered. They allowed 59 sacks, third most in the league, um, and they were bottom 10 in almost every offensive category. So what are some other uh, areas of need that you're looking at? Yeah, this this team is just old, man. They need youth. I feel like youth is just the like number one thing. It's which is weird to say because it's just everywhere, but it really is just everywhere. They just need to get young and at the key position. So I know I know you mentioned wide receiver. I'm a big fan Jefferson guy. I've always have been. I think he could take some strides. Um, Scourinick. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Ben, the little little white guy. Uh, yeah, he uh, helped me out in uh, dynasty towards the end of the year. He's, he's a <laughs> decent guy. I think offensive line obviously needs work. Um, they need some edge help. Uh, Leonard Floyd is there. I don't know how long he's under contract for, if he's a free agent or whatnot. Um, but I think some more edge, like an edge presence to go along with Aaron Donald for however long he's going to be there. Like all these guys too, it's just what makes it so interesting is that they're all rumored to be retiring soon. You know, right. like the last two off season, Aaron Donald, um, Jalen Ramsey was, he had some like cryptic tweets earlier this off season. Like who knows how long he's going to be there for. So it's just really interesting. I do think speaking of Jalen Ramsey, I think, whether he's there or not, a corner opposite him is big need. I know uh, – I think David Long Jr. is a free agent. I think Troy Hill may be a free and agent. And Troy Hill is too. Yeah, so they need some help at cornerback too, definitely. Right. Uh, some of the other guys that we didn't mention, notable free agents. Baker is a free agent who got got some run at the end of the year. We'll see what they want to do with him. Ashawn Robinson is a decently young edge. I think he's 27. 
possibly say that they can bring back Taylor Rapp too. Uh, I mean, the Rams are always in cap hell, so but we'll we'll see what they can do. Um, yeah, this is a really interesting team because right, they come off a Super Bowl, just have a really down year. I think a lot of people maybe expected Donald Stafford, maybe even McVay to yeah. set call to quits. I think they're going to run it back for one more. I think this is probably the last year for McVay, and then he'll head towards the booth because um, they do have talent. Yeah, no, they're a talented team. That's why it's like I feel like the draft isn't as important short term for this team. I think they're going to try to they're going to tr- keep trying to plug plug away in free agency at some of these major holes. That's why I think the draft is more you go best player available and you get younger at the at any position because they are old everywhere. All right. All right. Let's move to the third team. We got the Cleveland Browns here, who would be picking at twelve. Obviously, that is now at, with the Houston Texans and the trade for Deshaun Watson. Cleveland's got eight picks in this upcoming draft. They got forty three, ninety nine, and one twelve. The notable ones. Um, honestly, this team is in a really good spot. I think, obviously, tough to not play for almost a year and a half for Deshaun Watson. He struggled when he got in last year, but. This team doesn't have a ton of free agents, at least notable guys. Kareem Hunt, the most notable one, Anthony Walker, Jadavian Clowney. But this offensive line is really good. This defense is really good. And now you get another offseason with Deshaun Watson. So what are some positions that, that you're looking at? I'm thinking edge opposite of Miles Garrett. I think that could be a big position to upgrade. I think uh, I have a one-two punch with Miles Garrett and someone else off the edge would be really big. And also just interior uh, defensive line too. Uh, they drafted Perry on Winfrey last year in like the fourth or whatnot. I wasn't the big, like the highest on him, but he's someone I'm assuming is going to slot in for a bigger role this upcoming year. So I think just some defensive line uh, reinforcements and also at wide receiver, uh, Amari Cooper, still Amari Cooper, but uh, you got Donovan's people, Jones and David Bell, who are two young kind of emerging guys. Uh, I know David Bell at the analytics didn't serve him well last year, but I do like him as a player. I think he's a solid football player. I think he's, he's going to get better especially working out of the slot, but I think they need some more juice on the outside in particular. And I'd also like to see maybe a nice upgrade at, at uh, tight end too, to go along with David and Joku. I think this is a deep tight end class and they could uh, really capture some value uh, on day two or even day three. Right. I'm totally with you drafting an edge. I think it's by far the most important to try to limit the amount of double teams that Miles Garrett sees. They were bottom seven in sacks this past off this past season. They had 34 sacks and Miles Garrett had 16. Somebody else has got to step up. Yeah, I mean, their, run, their run defense is pretty brutal too. If I'm, if awesome. I, uh, yeah. so like they they think some interior presence would be big as well. So you don't have to just get a, an, I mean, edge you need, but you also need a presence inside could help Miles Garrett fucking immensely and help that run game. Right too, and I like the call of wide receiver too because I like Donovan Peoples Jones. Um, but I think he's probably best served as your number three. I feel like that may be a spot that, where they look in free agency. I know it's a weaker class, but I think they're kind of, they have some younger talent uh, in that room. So I think maybe uh, even someone who is on the younger, unproven side to throw into that room too, who's like has pro experience, would be better than just another rookie. Right. You know, honestly, eh, actually, never mind. Let me hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah, say it now. Let me hear it. I, I was gonna say if the Jets end up cutting Corey Davis, I kind of like Corey Davis in that room. No, I don't hate it. I mean, he can play another nice 11 games and uh, miss six and just, you know, be average. That'd be cool. Uh, I, don't know. I like Corey Davis. Good locker room guy. Uh, one more yeah, spot. Exactly. 
one more spot. I know they drafted Jerome Ford last year, but some running back depth, I think, in this uh, on this team is big. Nick Chubb's been doing it for a while. He's been hurt in the past. I think you need some depth at that position, especially with Kareem Hunt walking away, like you said. Uh, th- this is also that Shanahan scheme. They can you can get running backs day three, plug them in, and they can hit big. So just someone would fit that scheme uh, later in the draft would be a wise move, in my opinion. Right, like it. All right, let's get to the fourth team. We got the Miami Dolphins, who would be picking at 21, but hey, they just had to have Tom Brady, right? They forfeit their pick at, t- at pick 21. Um, and then they also traded uh, for Bradley Chubb, too, when they also had that pick back in the 49ers. They have five picks in this upcoming draft. They have 52, 78, and 85. So even though you don't have a first, you got some three pretty high capital picks that you can add to this roster. Um, not a ton of major free agents for them. Mike Jasicki being the most notable, but they didn't even use him. So he's good as gone. Uh, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are both free agents. So need to upgrade that running back room or Resign one of them. Probably. That, whole, that, that whole running back room is a free agent. It's actually wild. Yeah. Um, and then I also had Nick Neiman, the corner, also has notable free agents. Even though I do, I do like this roster. They do have a lot of areas of need. I think linebacker is a massive area of need for them. I think they need another corner, opposite Xavier and Howard, and they got a massive, massive. Uh, I want to say upgrade, but a nice surprise in Cater Kohu, who played really well for them in the slot as an undrafted guy. And the Byron Jones experience just hasn't worked out. So he's likely gone too. So what are some other uh, areas of need that you're looking at? Yeah, you touched on uh, middle linebacker. I just think up the middle on kind of both sides of the ball. So like linebacker, maybe another defensive tackle, then uh, a center. Because I don't think Connor Williams is a, a natural center. He's a decent lineman. But uh, him and Liam Meikenberg, Robert Hunt, it's just a weird fit. I don't know how well any of them fit this Mike McDaniel scheme. I know Connor Williams does, but like I said, he's not a natural center. So I think upgrading that interior off the line could be big. And then uh, they need a tight end, dude. They need a tight end who can block. Because like we said, Mike Isecki, he's gone. He never really fit that scheme, and he was just more written off before the season even started. So uh, a tight end who can block would be ideal just for this, obviously, this McDaniel scheme. And then um, running back, you mentioned it. I think this whole room is going to be a free agent. So uh, running back is something that you definitely want to target. Whether Honestly, I, I don't even hate taking two dart throws at this position. Right. I, uh, I'm with you with the interior offensive line. I, I'm, I, don't, I agree. I don't think Connor Williams is a natural center. I think they could upgrade that. And I do think that's probably where we should go at 52. But man, if Darnell Washington is there at fifty-two, I mean, you read my mind on both those. I fucking I think, love that. Yeah, it'll be a tough, a tough decision once we get that the uh, mock draft machine going. But I think both those guys are insane fits for this team. Yeah, I mean, he's basically an offensive lineman anyway. So exactly, just two birds, one stone. Gets a big body target for fucking Tua or whoever is under center once Tua gets his fifth concussion of the season. So, <laughs> all right, let's get to the last team without a first round pick, like you said. Absolute juggernauts. The San Francisco 49ers just continue to reload and retool with really good players. Uh, they were supposed to be picking at 30. Obviously, this pick has bounced around from San Fran to the Dolphins to the Broncos. This was originally the for the trade up for Trey Lance. 
Um, as it currently stands, they have 10 or 11 picks. There might be one comp pick that we're missing um, in this upcoming draft. They have six comp picks right now, which is just unbelievable. Uh, they're picking at 100, 102, and 103 on the notable ones. Um, we've mentioned a bunch of times the big notable free agent for them is Mike McGlinchey at right tackle. Some other guys, Sam uh, Ukabon, Emmanuel Mosley, Jimmy Ward, and Jimmy Garoppolo also on his way out. Um, so outside of that right tackle spot, if they can re-sign McClinchy, if they can't, what are some other areas that you're looking at? Yeah, this team is um, this team is just so well set, man. It's, it's literally just an institution. It's a factory. They just churn out players. And not only players, they just churn out coaches too. Which, coaches. And, and execs. This is why they do. They have comp picks from coaches, execs, and players. It really is just a well-oiled machine that Kyle Shan's got going on here. Um, I mean, and also, like, we don't know who's going to be quarterback for them. You really think of it, like Trey Lance and um, right. oh my God. And, and Brock Purdy. Thank you, Brock Purdy and Jimmy G. Like, they've they just gone through so many different people. It's such a weird it's such a weird team to see, like, always have success. They're literally always in it no matter what. It's great to see. But um, in regards to needs, you mentioned right tackle, obviously. Um, that McGlinchey is going to be – uh, a big hole to fill if they have to. I'm a, I feel like they're going to. I think um, you can tag him, obviously, but if if you don't tag him on the open market, he's going to get paid, dude. Chicago Bears are going to be coming with a blank check, I think. So I assume that's going to be a hole they have to fill. And uh, nickel. Jimmy Ward, he said he didn't want to play nickel anymore, and Kyle Shannon pretty much told him to uh, to fuck off. So he's he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he literally he's gone. So I think that nickel spot's something big, and those that's a hard spot to fill, dude. It's such a uh, niche position. I I've been saying it for a while now. I think it's probably the, one of the hardest, if not the hardest position in football. I, I think, think it is. You can't touch these play these guys. They can go inside, outside. They can go wherever they want. You can't touch them. I think it's so hard. So filling that is going to be a big uh, a big hole. And then I guess edge, just because uh is going to probably walk as well. They have uh what's his name. Jackson from USC that they drafted last year who flashed a little bit, so he should probably slide into a bigger role. But this is a, that defensive line. They just want to rotate, man. So I'm assuming you'll see some more bodies on that defensive line get picked. And then just more depth overall, just I think tight end depth they could use. It's a deep class there. And you know them. They'll always take running backs, whether on day three. So I expect the running back to be taken here as well. Right, yeah. I also think they can upgrade a third wide receiver position too. I think Juwan Jennings – He's a free agent this offseason as well. Um, but with some of the health scares that you've seen in the past couple of seasons from Debo, I mean, you saw Ayuk explode, but I always think they can get younger and just keep adding talent to this already really talented team. That's a good point. I think receiver, you're right. A couple buys at receiver is never a bad choice. Right. All right. Let's get to the mock. Um, so we have all five of these teams – in the mock draft simulator, and we're going to go to round four. So we get at least three rounds for all these teams. So we're going to start this up. Um, I believe that the LA Rams will be the first one on the board for us. So, Ray. I think you're right. Right. So we're on the clock here with the LA Rams first pick. Areas of need. We talked about it. Uh, Interior offensive line, edge, corner, just getting younger. What do we, what do we think here, Ray? Uh, scroll up all the way to the top. This is the top. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I think you know who I would take here personally. 
I'm with uh, you. Yeah, BJ. I think it's a no-brainer personally. I think you I think you run that card up. I think he fits this scheme perfectly and gives gives you exactly what you need. Yeah, I'm with you. I love that. All right. So we're taking BJ Ojolari for the Rams. First actually, pick. I think that's a perfect landing spot for him. And that's that scheme he fits perfectly too. I actually can't get enough of that. Right. All right. So we're up here. Pick 42, the Cleveland Browns first pick. Um, we talked about interior defensive line. Thule is kind of more of an edge, but I like his versatility. Who's some other guys here? Carl Brooks. It's another guy who played edge in college. He can play interior. But, I mean, they, they need both edge and interior, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Ika. I could see that, too. Yeah. Um, what kind of wide receivers are on the board in this spot? Jalen Hyatt's still there is crazy. I kind of love Jalen Hyatt. Though. I actually am obsessed with that because they need some. That dude, that's like that's his Will Fuller. Get him and Will Fuller in Cleveland. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be in this spot in real life, but I think you have to run that card up for the purpose of this mock draft. I think Cleveland Browns fans would uh, kill us. I think they'd riot and just murder us if we didn't do All it. All right, we're going to take Jalen Hyatt here. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think he'll be there, but. I mean, who right knows? Now, we'll that, we'll take him. That scheme is super wire here friendly and just absolutely um, inflates stats. So maybe he does fall a little bit. If he if maybe he doesn't run that four low four threes that people expect. I've seen right. crazier. I've seen crazier things. Um, the Dolphins are on the clock here, pick fifty two, and right, I'm staring at my guy right now, and I'm staring at an area of need for the Miami Dolphins, and it's yeah. in the. Face and form of John Michael Schmitz. Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. Uh, Darnell Washington would be tempting, but I think John Michael Schmitz uh, is McDaniel's dream here. Darnell Washington is here, but I love John Michael Schmitz. You can move Connor Williams out to guard. Or honestly, if John Michael Schmitz plays better at guard, he could play guard too. This yeah. guy's a really, really solid football player, and this guy's a fucking dog. I love John Michael Schmitz. I think something to keep in mind too is that just tight end is so much deeper in this class than center. Uh, and this, I think John Michael Schmitz is like a seven to 10 year pro too. So not bad pick. All right. So we're in the third round and we get back to back picks here for the Denver Broncos. And honestly, first guy on the board too, an area of need for them, that linebacker. And another one of my guys is Jack Campbell. Um, I would love him with, with one of these two Old? picks. Bold, I don't I don't think linebackers as big as a need as people say. I think uh Josie okay. Jewel I think Josie Jewel's pretty decent. And who's that who's the other uh, linebacker they have who's just an absolute tackling machine? Uh his name escapes. Singleton? Yeah, that guy I, I think he's a I think he's a free agent. Is he? If I remember correctly. Well, I can um, I can pull it up for but, a second. But we can, we can look at some other guys. Uh, what are some other areas that you're what are some other positions you're looking at? Offensive line? Uh, I think offensive line is necessary. I think corner, I think edge. Um, those are like the main positions, I would say. Corner, I think yeah. corner here makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Darnell Wright, Jalen Duncan are here, but they're not going to be here in real life. Yeah, I don't, I think, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Duncan is, but yeah, Darnell Wright's not going to be here. I kind of like Jalen Duncan. I think he's a second round player. Andrew Voorhees here. Probably wait on him. We're looking look. at what are we looking at corner. Yeah, 
Cam Smith. I love some Cam Smith and uh, Pat Sertan. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really nice uh, combo there. Want to roll Cam Smith? I'm down. Let's do it. Oh, I like that. Sertan makes up for some of the lack of physical traits that uh that Cam Smith has. Uh, but we're back to back here, so we get another one here. Yeah, uh, let's look on the defensive front. This time, I mean, actually, what kind of running backs are here? Ooh, run. Uh, damn, uh, I mean, I think A-Chain is probably a second-round player, but... I think you could wait on running back here. I, I I was mainly looking to see if uh, Gibbs was still here. Yeah. Oof. I think you could wait. I mean, this A-Chain Ranger... Speed. Yeah, he's got the speed. I think they'd probably pair well, but I, I feel like he can afford to wait here. Um, should we go? Should we look into your defensive line? We can look at some D line, and I guess we always have to look off the line, right? Like, yeah, I don't love any of these guys here. Yeah, no. Jimmy Gervin. Yeah, Gervin. I don't know how he fits. That's I didn't like. Thing. I didn't love. I mean, maybe Cody Mock here. Yeah, I mean, you said they have a, they, a lot of all those interior guys are um, yeah agents, right? You want to roll Cody Mock? I'm not for Cody Mock. I don't think he makes it here, obviously, but it's a fun little pick. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I, 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 I get. I'll say. I'll say right now. I guarantee he doesn't make it here. <laughs> Who do you think gets picked first, Jalen Duncan or Cody Mock? Cody Mock. Uh, you want to do? You want to do a little bet on that right now? Yeah. Yeah. Nancy, I think it's a good back. They say that Jalen Duncan is going to blow the combine up, but I'll do yeah. that right now. Five beans. He's also, he's also a, yeah, five beans. He's also a tackle. I like it. I like Cody Mock more. All right. But we'll see. Um, all right. Where do you want to roll? I think we take Jack Campbell, honestly. <laughs> you, you, I'll give you your pick. All right. I'll, I'm, I'm taking Jack Campbell. I just fucking love this guy. Six, five, 240 in the middle of that defense. He also seems like a Bronco, too. I can see him in a Bronco jersey easy. He's a pro's pro. I fucking love that guy. Uh, so after those two picks, the Rams are actually on the clock at pick 69. Um, what did we do with their first pick? We went B.J. Jolari with their first we pick. Took, we took B.J. with their first pick. Uh, so where, what are you thinking here? I mean, honestly, I, I kind of like Jalen Duncan here. I think he fits that wide zone scheme. I think they need some youth at tackle. I think they're kind of old there. Uh, but, they, I mean, they, there's so many spots they can go, really. Right. I mean, yeah, it's tough because I don't I don't think any of these three guys are going to be here, but fuck it. Let's just do it. I, I like Jalen Duncan. Like, let's do it. I, right. think, I think, I think there's a decent, definitely not going to be there. I think there's a decent <laughs> chance Jalen Duncan's at uh, there at that spot. I think he's going to test like a maniac, but he gets beat a lot on tape, dude. Yeah, he's just he's just raw. Um, so on the clock with the Dolphins, we took John Michael Schmitz with their first pick. We're at pick seventy-seven right now. Um, so what, what are we looking for here? The Dolphins. I mean, running back, I think, is something that you have to be aware of, and then also linebacker. Tank was calling my name. Was um oh A chain just went, dude. A chain would have been so fun on this team. Yeah, A chain would have been sweet. I feel like we can hold out for Deuce though. True. <laughs> we could. Where's, where's Deuce on this? Deuce is down low. Damn Zach Evans too. Fuck, dude. There's so many running backs. It's just like there's so many running. I mean, Tajay Spears got juice. Yeah, dude, Tajay Spears would be sick in this fucking scheme. 
Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Think- Let's wait one more pick on that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at the linebackers. Yeah, I like linebackers. I can look at corner too. Dude, like, what, what's with these guys' fucking rankings? They, I, they need to update. Bad. Two two. I don't really love any of these guys at this spot. Yeah, and especially for this in the Dolphins too. I just don't really fuck with it at all. Look at corner, Keely. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess he could. Or Clark right. Phillips. Well, they they have a nickel already, don't they? I mean, Cater Kohu played in a lot of uh, of nickel, but he also played a ton of snaps outside too. Um, I think I think he played like five hundred plus in the slot, and then he played like almost four hundred outside. Before we make this pick, I want to see a tight ends for this team. They need someone who can block and be mm-hmm. a pass catcher. We didn't even look. Darnell's still there. There's no way Darnell's still there, right? Tucker Crafts. He doesn't really ever block because he's at South Dakota State. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like you can wait on some of those like lower guys, like some of the Big Ten guys, like Peyton Durham or the Michigan guy. Hmm. This is a tough spot. Yeah, this is a weird spot. Maybe wide receiver, one of these bigger guys, Michael Wilson, a little bigger uh, versatility added with with Waddle and, and Hill. I feel like Keeley would be just because you have Xavier Howard and you already have Cater Kohu, and this can be your third. Yeah, I think I think let's do Keeley. He should. He's, I mean, he, this is way too late for him. It's just at the type of athlete he is. I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of his tape, but at this spot, it's good value. Right. We're back on the clock here with the Dolphins. I feel like we just have to take a running back here. Yeah. Let's go Tajay Spears. Who's still here? Yeah, love Let's that. Tajay Spears. I love that, actually. Nice. So Tajay Spears off the board. Ooh, Hooker just went right ahead of us. Um, so we got a bunch of picks here at the end of the third round. 98 to... Cleveland Browns, and then we have 99-101-102 for the San Francisco 49ers. That 49ers stack, right? It's insane. We might have to uh we might have to trade out. I think we got I think we gotta go defensive line here for the uh Cleveland Browns. Yeah, who'd we uh we want Jalen Hyatt in the second round? All right. Where well, you want to go offense, defense? Uh, defensive defensive line. They they need to show up that run game, but so you can go either interior or um, eh. or Byron Young. I, I don't think this is a good value for Byron Young. Yeah, what about what about Edge? You watch Kobe Turner? No, but he's on my list. I feel like I a mean, lot of people. I think I think he might be lighter. Other Byron Young from Tennessee. I don't hate that. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I kind of like that too. A little smaller, right. smaller guy. I like it. All right, so now we get the slew of the San Fran pick. So we have one pick in between the Giants. So let, let, let's talk about these three picks and how we're going to attack them before we uh, get going. Yeah, I think I think we got to look nickel. If Clark Phillips is there, I think that makes a lot of sense. He is there, so I think that's I think that's one pick personally. Okay. Um. Offensive tackle, assuming that they can't uh, fill that need for Mc- that McGlinchey leaves. 
the tackles just get fucking yeah, brutal. They get, they, yeah, it's tough. It's tough waiting on them. Maybe Blake Freeland. As a developmental guy, maybe. He's, he, he's athletic, but he got beat up bad at the senior bowl. Yeah. What about the interior? Yeah. I don't hate Voorhees. I feel like we could probably wait on that, though. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess... Why are you guys wide out? Cedric Tillman doesn't fit in this offense, but I like what he can do for them. I kind of fuck Tyler with Tyler Scott, Burner. Ooh, I like that. All I right, like let's, that. Take, let's take Clark Phillips here with the first one. Yeah. Just the Giants, I'll take him. The Giants took Parker Washington. All right. Take Tyler Scott. Yeah, I like Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott gets some speed, true, true straight line speed here. Nice. All right. And then Trulick Edge. I mean, I feel like I think Edge. Freeland? Yeah, let's go Freeland. Fuck it, let's go Freeland. All right, we'll take a developmental tackle. Yeah, they need they need some tackle depth. Trent Williams getting up there in age, too. Deadass. He's still, how is he still so good? He is, like, unbelievable. Um, so we're on the clock. Oh, yo, dude, we didn't even think about it, though. Uh, Tyler Scott, he may go to the USFL. He's first-round pick. <laughs> I like how he wasn't. Uh, he was like the fifth pick. <laughs> so insane. Um, so the Broncos are on the clock here. What have we done for the Broncos? We took Cam Smith and we took Jack Campbell. So what are you thinking here? Pick one hundred eight. I think it's got to be offense. I agree. Should we look wide receiver or running back? Uh, what about is Voorhees still there? I I love that, that, that whole um, that whole offensive line is free agents. I think he's versatile. He can plug and play. Want to run this one? Yeah, let's go Voorhees. Love it. I think Olu would also be a good spot for them too. Um, so, I've, I've heard people slander uh, Olu for some reason. I thought he looks pretty well. Yeah, I thought he's just like super. I mean, maybe it's because he's playing with a tremendous rest of the offensive line, but I thought he was really good for them all year. Yeah, he started a while at Virginia Tech too, right? Yeah, he did. Um, one eleven here. We got the Cleveland Browns. Byron we, Young was the last pick. Fuck, I was, I was gonna say, do we double? Oh, oh, what about do we double up on Byron Young? I am so in if he's still there. Like the, like the Jets and the Michael Carter's. Byron Young and Byron Young playing next to each other would be sick. I kind of love the fit too. Let's go. Uh, he's he's go, still oh, he's, there. Let's go, Byron Youngs. I actually really do like the fit. He's just he's just solid. You plug him in for help. He'll help that run defense immediately. Right. So we're back on the clock here with the uh, Cleveland Browns. What are we thinking here? I think we look running back. Sean Tucker. I thought about it, but I feel like he, his play style is a little – I think Zach Evans makes a lot of sense. Nice change of pace back. Also love Eric Gray, but yeah, I think I like Zach Evans a little bit. I think Zach Evans. I like the. I like how he came out of that committee too, where like he's going to be used to like being a spellback, and he's got all the upside in the world. Yeah, let's take Zach Evans here. One twenty six for the Cleveland Browns. How many more picks we got? We got the the Rams at one thirty six, and this is the end of the fourth round. So last pick, right? Last pick with the Rams. Yes, what do we do with them? 
We went BJ Ojolari and Jalen Duncan. It's good stuff. All right. Um, Ojolari, Jalen Duncan. Let's look at the corners. I was going to say, I don't even hate um, DJ Turner right there, but. I do. I like that a lot, honestly. He's versatile, too. He can play anywhere. Yeah. Or well, should we take Riley Moss? <laughs> oh, well, wide receivers are here. Chuck? I kind of, dude. <laughs> Fuck, that's my guy. I know. Might have to. Uh, uh, think. We already got them edge and we got them off the tackle. So it's got to be kind of a skill guy. I feel like it kind of needs to be corner. Yeah, let's go DJ Turner. I All like right, it. I like it. Versatile. Right. Okay, let's recap so everyone. because I yeah, We're wrapping up the mocks here. Who do you think got the best? Oh, yo, let's, let's do that. Who do you think gets the best grade? Uh, hang on. I don't want to look. I don't even remember who we took. Uh Wait. I think it's going to be Cleveland. I think it's going to be Cleveland, too. Maybe San Fran, though. Fuck. Let's see. Oh, they can't. Your results. What? They won't even show us? That's brutal. That's so brutal. (laughs) PFF, man. PFF never failing. PFF actually sucks. So I was... Okay, yeah, I guess you can do if you want to do it like that, it's fine. All right. So let's start with the Rams because they went first. We took BJ Ojolari at pick 36. Then they were back on the clock at pick 69. They took Jalen Duncan. I'm sure, the Rams had a really good draft too. And then, then Voorhees we took. And then no, Voorhees was a. Uh, oh, you're right. DJ Turner. Sorry. DJ Turner. No, we took DJ Turner. So I like that draft for them, honestly. BJ, Jalen Duncan, and DJ Turner for the LA Rams. For the Cleveland Browns, we took Jalen Hyatt in the second round. I picked 42. And then we took Byron Young. I picked 98 in the third round. And then we took Byron Young again. <laughs> I picked 111 from Alabama in the fourth round, and then we rounded it out with running back Zach Evans from Ole Miss. I like that one too. I mean, we like all of the ones we did. We just we just drafted for all of them. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Not be good at this? True. I am. We we are pros. Uh, for the Dolphins, actually, the Dolphins had a good draft too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Dolphins had picked 52 in the second round. We took John Michael Schmitz. Uh, to fill in one of the center guard spots, then they and then they took Keely Ringo in the third round. Insane value if he's there. Probably won't be there, but who the hell knows? Then we got a little juice in that backfield with Tajay Spears running back from Tulane. I love then, that. Uh, I love that Tajay Spears fit in Miami. Yeah, he looked good so draft. good at the Super. He looked so good at the Super, uh, the Senior Bowl. The Senior Bowl, yeah. Um. All right, let's talk Broncos. Broncos had their first pick at 67-68. We went back-to-back. Cam Smith, Jack Campbell, that's an immediate upgrade in your defense, even though it wasn't their biggest need. Obviously, the offense was the problem last year, but that makes it. 
you gotta assume that that first round pick is Sean Payton. So that's an offense. That's offensive pick right there. Reach. Um, and then we took Andrew Voorhees in the fourth round for the Denver Broncos. Who else is here? Last but not least, San Fran. Yeah, last but not least, San Fran. 99-101-102. We took Clark Phillips filling some of that nickel work. And then we took Tyler Scott, burner, wide receiver for them. And then Blake Freeland, another tackle that they could uh they could develop. Yeah, I kind of oh, fuck with that tra- I kind of fuck with that draft too. Yeah, I wish uh I wish they would show us our our grade. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that they didn't do that. But I guess when you have five teams, they're not going to do it every time. So, PFF, be better. Add to the list. Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, my friend. That was a good one. That was fun. That was a good look at some teams that we don't really get to talk about too often. Uh, I wish the simulator was a little bit more accurate because I feel like a lot of those guys, we kind of got a crazy value. But who knows? The NFL draft is fucking crazy in its own its own right. So maybe some shit will happen. I like to see, I want to, I'm going to have this saved for what the spots we got on. I want to see how many of these guys we got too early or too late. Nice. Oh, do you have it saved? Yeah, I, I wrote them down. All right. Nice. I like that. All right. So that'll wrap it up for us here on between two tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our little mock draft with teams that don't have any first round picks. Stay with us. We got a rebuild episode next week. We got another player rankings, another position group rankings. We got the offensive tackles. Really nice group. Pumped up for that one. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. Stick with us as we continue this 2023 draft season. Ray, appreciate you, my friend. See you, dude.